So hello, hello, and welcome everyone. My name is Nyla, and thank you again for tuning in. You're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and also other things that you'd like to know. Today's topic is about the 23 states that are having an ongoing warfare and are actually suing the Trump administration over emission standards. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, also review, and last but not least, share Greener Thoughts. Um, Another important thing that you can do is be sure to contact Greener Thoughts by voice message. The info is in the podcast description as well as every episode show notes. Or you can always send an email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Hey, Greener Thoughts. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for sharing your tips. And yes, I am definitely in agreement with your tips. I am definitely going to be using this in my podcast tomorrow. So definitely listen out. I'll be sharing it. So thank you so much. So I have a special shout out. It's to Anna K. Hutchinson of her podcast, For Change Be Bold podcast. And um, her podcast is amazing. And she recently posed a question on the Anchor community page um, online about money management and how to, um, you know, really ask the question, how do other people uh, save or invest their money? What do they do as far as money management strategies? And I answered it and she published my uh, voice message. So I was really excited about that. And I wanted to thank her Um and I want to give her some shout outs and some love there. And so, yeah, her podcast is amazing because it's all about financial literacy and how to control your money, how to make your money work for you, how to save and invest and have those tips ready so that you know what to do with your own money. Um, and so you are you know, better prepared and have a better financial future and have your uh, financial literacy um, you know, at a high caliber. And so... Um, If you want to check out her podcast, you can definitely do so, giving her some uh, love. You know, she's also of Caribbean descent, and that's really cool. And I'm glad to, you know, know her uh, podcasting uh, episodes and her knowledge. She's so skilled at it. It's amazing. And her voice and her energy just emanates from um, where she is. And it's really great to, you know, hear her and uh, to, you know, listen to her knowledge about all things finances because it's really important out here um, especially when you know you have your money growing but you're not really sure what to do with it or how to move it and things like that so if you want to check out her podcast I will definitely leave the information in the podcast links and the podcast episode where you can hear more about uh, certain things and everything and I'll leave it all in the show notes So I'm going to start off everything with in other news. That is the first segment where it is just a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. So the first headline is that Amazon makes a climate pledge as workers plan a walkout. You can find out more about this story on NPR.org in the environment section. 
So Amazon recently made an, an announcement um, within the past uh, few days or so as of this podcast episode. Um, and so they marked a really great and powerful climate-related action, you know, from the company. And so they actually did this um, just a day before um, 1,500 corporate workers were actually planning their walkout um, to draw attention to the criticisms of the company's uh, climate policies. Now, the uh, Amazon workers were uh, planning to do the walkout as of recently Friday, and it's part of a series of rallies called the Global Climate Strike ahead of Monday's um, upcoming UN uh, Climate Action Summit. Now, um, also, the workers uh, have complained um, that the company uh, is known for its obsession with data and measurable goals and, you know, wanting to um, not have... Amazon wanting to want not uh, wanting uh, Amazon and it not you know disclosing its data on its own carbon footprint, which is you know very disastrous because you know if a company is not able to disclose its um, you know measurables and its data, especially when it comes to carbon footprint, that's very bad. But um, yeah, Amazon said that it would try to get its uh, emissions to zero emissions by 2030. So we will see uh, what's to come on that. Then the uh, second headline is that 10,000 farmers and ranchers uh, endorsed the Green New Deal in a letter to Congress. You can find out more about it on Huffington Post, a.k.a. HuffPost. And the support comes as the climate policy fight broadens from energy and transportation to agriculture. Then the last and third headline is about, um, you know, species uh, loss. So U.S. and Canada have lost more than one in four birds in the past 50 years. You can check out uh, that information all on thesciencedaily.com in the science news section. Now data shows um, that since 1970, the U.S. and Canada have lost nearly 3 billion birds a mass reduction in abundance involving hundreds of species. Um, so everything from your uh, beautiful songbirds and delightful, graceful songbirds to your long-distance migrants. Um, the results show tremendous losses across diverse groups of birds and habitats from iconic songsters like uh, meadowlarks to long-distance migrants such as swallows and backyard birds, including sparrows. For more information, the journal article is in the journal Science, and it's entitled Decline of the North American Avifauna. The research link will be in the show notes for you all to check out, so I'll be sure to leave it there. Now, today's main source of news comes from NPR.org in the Environment section. It's one of my favorite um, sources of all time because I love NPR. I love the radio of NPR, and I love its Environment section very diverse in its news coverage. So um, I wanted to, you know, get to this meat of the um, news because, you know, for a strange reason, you know, emissions, they are air pollution and, and, you know, most of us can see the smog and things coming out of tailpipes and from different company cars and vans and sometimes our own cars if we're not taking care of them. So I think that this is a big topic because it's a lawsuit and it comes from one of the bigger 
uh, states, you know, in the country, you know, massive on the scale of its economy. And so they're pushing things and they're pushing things in the right way because they want to establish um, car emissions. But yet the Trump administration is kind of holding them back from that. And actually the Trump administration is appealing uh, certain uh, laws and guidelines uh, as it relates to cars and uh, other different industries. But this is a bigger issue because it's happening now. This lawsuit is occurring now and it came uh, just recently. So I figured to talk about it. And air pollution is really uh, specific, but car pollution, you know, really hits home or should hit home because a ton of um, Americans actually drive um, cars and, and vehicles. So I'm going to want to inform you and give you some of the latest um, information about it, a quick overview, and then uh, some next things that you know are pretty important going forward, um, and then uh, ways to, of course, combat um, emissions, you know, car emissions where you are. So I entitled this um, California and its car emissions because that's what we're getting ready to talk about. Um, and so I'm going to go into the quick overview, like I said, of California and its wants um, for its car emissions. So I'm going to jump right in. So just two days after the Trump administration revoked California's right to set its own emission standards for automobiles, the state fired back. So California took it to court. So California and 22 other states um, and also several uh, major cities filed a, a lawsuit in federal court uh, this past Friday um, against the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, which is a small division um, within the whole Department of Transportation, which is a federal agency um, that issued the rule revoking California's authority. Now, um, the move against the um, the powers and what happened quote exceeds NHTSA's authority um, and contravenes a congressional intent and it's arbitrary and capricious and because NHTSA has failed to condu- conduct analysis regarding or required um, under the National um, Environmental Policy Act end quote. Uh, That's what the states went ahead and filed as far as their complaint in the U.S. District Court for uh, the District of Columbia. So in essence, what's happening is the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration isn't doing its part to conduct um, really thorough analyses, research, anything um, under the National uh, Environmental Policy Act. So in that act, there are some guidelines regarding admissions, and they're saying that the administration, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, isn't, um, you know, doing its part. And capricious, it's being impulsive, it's being unpredictable. Um, And so, you know, that's a problem. And that's a big problem. Now, as far as the Attorney General in California, um, the California Attorney General uh, Javier Becerra, he and his um, 23 uh, co-plaintiffs um, are comprised of several people. So they're comprised of the Democratic Attorney, uh, Attorneys General from 22 states and the District of Columbia, and also from the well-known cities that I talked about, um, but they're specifically Los Angeles and um, New York. 
the they are demanding that the Trump administration's um, move be declared unlawful and be repealed. Um, also, the Environmental Protection Agency uh, administrator uh, Andrew Wheeler he said that California's fuel economy standards would effectively quote end up applying to the entire country end quote. And he goes on to, you know, really just compare this because uh, automakers would be unlikely to make two separate versions of the same car to comply with differing uh, state regulations. Now, um, you know, he also talks about um, car efficiency when it comes to cars and, and, and gas and fuel usage. So he says, quote, what are we talking about? What we are talking about here is energy efficiency. And that is something that we don't believe the state of California or any other state should be settling, uh, setting for the entire country, end quote. You know, which I, I to some, to some degree, I, I believe that's true. But at the same time, like simultaneously, if California knows great standards and, you know, they may be one of the leaders when it comes to different things like this, like. Um, having electric cars or, you know, powering our roads and, and having that renewable energy, other things that are connected to emissions, why not have California set the standard, you know, this state and even, and maybe the Trump administration, you know, could, um, you know, look at California as, as a beacon of, okay, they know what they're doing when it comes to um, standards and emissions. Like California, they, they know things, they know stuff. So my understanding is, that California, of course, wants to do its own thing, and the Trump administration is not letting that happen, and the states are fighting back, of course. But you know, for me, I think that um, California could could win this. Um, you know, depending and all the other states and cities that are on board, and uh, I think that you know this could really go forth, and this could really big be big news um, in the future. I want to see where this goes, and so I may do a follow up. Um, to all this information. We'll see, but I want to continue on um, to the next uh, portion, which is about more recent car news. So earlier this month, or as of uh, this month in September, um, the Department of Justice launched an antitrust investigation into a deal struck in July, a few months back, between California and four major automakers, Ford, Volkswagen, Honda, and also BMW. Now, under those terms of the agreement, um, which the administration says may be illegal, um, those uh, four companies um, said that they would produce passenger vehicles averaging 51 miles per gallon by the model year 2026, um, a timeline that accords um, with records set by the Obama administration. Now, under Trump, the EPA um, has sought to actually roll back tons of different things, including many uh, environmental rules, of course, in, in laws set in place by um, Pre President uh, Barack Obama. Um, and it's not just when it comes to, you know, fuel economy. It's other things like the methane emissions and air pollution as a whole and, you know, coal plants, among other things. So um, the EPA that we have now, they are doing the grunt work of um, Trump and, you know, things are really turning um, a tide. You know, we've we seen um, in the past few weeks that they had to move all the way across the country, I think to Missouri, um, because that's where Trump wanted the EPA to be headquartered. 
these are just some of the things that are happening right now. So I want to leave you with some notable quotables and then go on to my thoughts. Now, the Environmental Protection Agency Administrator, um, Andrew Wheeler, who I talked on earlier, he actually is commenting a little bit more um, about environmental rules and laws, regulations, emission standards, and also the process of other laws. And he says, quote, we are not supposed to go above and beyond and create our own laws. Uh, Wheeler explained to NPR. Um, also, he says, and under my administration here at EPA, under President Trump, we are not going to create our own laws. We are going to follow the laws that Congress passed. Uh, end quote. Uh, and then again, um, some more quotes and information from um, Javier Becerra, again, the California Attorney General. Quote, the Oval Office is really not a place for on-the-job training. President Trump should have at least read the instruction manual he inherited when he assumed the presidency, in particular the chapter on respecting the rule of law, end quote. That's what uh, Bashara said uh, recently this Friday, or this past Friday, and he goes on to say, quote, Mr. President, we'll see you in court, end quote. Now, on um, what has been talked about, uh, I, for one, agree that I, I want to I wanna see where this lawsuit, you know, ends up um, positively. Because like I said before, I love um, how California is such a champion for different things. They're not afraid to go to court. They're not afraid to uh, let the people have different freedoms when it comes to their standards and just being eco-conscious as a whole, um, like a few other states like Maine and and New York, amongst other states um, in, of the United States that are doing big things um, when it comes to the environment. And, you know, I say let states dictate their own emissions. As long as they meet the EPA standard um, and their standard is high, of course, like, for example, let's say um, that certain cars or most cars had to meet um I don't know, 50, 60, 80 miles per gallon or, or, or whatever the standard has been, set, has been set. If states want to go um, and be at or above that standard and ha- have uh, higher fuel efficiencies for their cars, for their vehicles, let them do that. I don't see anything wrong with that as long as the emissions are controlled and the uh, cars um, get better and better and, you know, our air is clearer and clearer. Um, I, I think that um, these states and these uh, major cities that had the guts to go ahead and do this, they're sending a message to the Trump administration and they're not going to, you know, take their foot off his neck, so to speak. So, you know, to have this emissions testing um, in these standards be really important and to be done is very important now. And, um, you know, if other countries are seeing what's happening in the United States, maybe they'll go ahead and step up their game. Maybe there are, there are countries way ahead of the United States in terms of their emissions. There probably are. I know that there probably are. And uh, we could definitely learn from um, those countries. You know, anyone listening, definitely outside of the United States and you have better 
um, or equal to or better than, um, you know, emission standards and you know a bit about cars, you know, let me know. Like, I want to know what Brazil and China and Afghanistan and, and Nigeria and, you know, Norway, I want to know what, you know, countries out there have, you know, different uh, emission standards when it comes to their cars and trucks and, um, you know, we in the United States, we can learn a bit. We can learn from other countries. We can learn, and it's not all about being the best. It's about, it's about pushing our planet forward in a, in a, in many ways. And one of the ways is doing better for it. We can't have toxic standards in vehicles that don't measure up, and then complain. And then when the people fight back, we want to get pushed into a corner and act like Trump and say, oh, well, we are the federal government and we say what it is and what we say goes. But the states are like, no, whatever standards make sense and actually are better should be um, pushed to the forefront and not saying, oh, you're a state, you don't have power. States have powers too. You know, there's local um, state government and federal government. And so every state um, has its own powers and limitations and whatnot. But um, we can't we can't just run wild with what we want and, and, and what we think we can dictate for uh, other places in the country. You know, what works here in Maryland probably won't work here uh, for California because they're two different states. You know, we can learn from each other, you know, get better. But we all have to come to some, um, you know, agreements with what the standards for, um, you know, newer cars, especially newer um, emissions testing and regulations. And the fact that California wants to sort of divert and sort of do its own thing and take other states with it. You know, those in agreement and like the major cities that are talked about um, is, is a big thing. So kudos to Californians um, and what you're doing now. Um, I, I think that, um, I'm on the side, of course, of what California is doing and who knows, maybe Maryland will go ahead and, and be a part if, if I find out information otherwise that's not on board. Um, I'd like to see how this, of course, transpires, um, in the coming weeks. Maybe there will be something, um, as far as a legislation or a, um, lawsuit, um, outcome. Um, by maybe December or January, who knows? But like I said before, I'll try to uh, pick up on the um, you know information and news of how this uh, story transpires, and in a few um, months we'll see. So there aren't too many key uh, key takeaways, um, but I do want you to go ahead and uh, check in to the next segment coming up soon so you can check out some really great resources um, so you can prepare yourself and be um, you know on the right side and figure out how to lower your uh, car emissions do you love greener thoughts supporting greener thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts.
So the Mother Earth Minutes is where I review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode and as always save Mother Earth. Now the message for this Mother Earth Minutes is that according to Time, as in the magazine, an international study published in the journal The Lancet um, that examines trends across populations and uh, estimates mortality from major diseases and causes was uh, published. And the environmental health experts have uh, estimated that 9 million premature deaths worldwide, or 16% of all deaths uh, that were linked in, to pollution in 2015, um, had the majority of deaths coming from air pollution. So, um, you know, that's a, that's a chunk of the population that's affected by our air pollution. So, I think the issue here in the podcast episode was all about emissions, but specific to cars. Because we know that the transportation industry is a big contributor to our, um, you know, carbon dioxide and methane um, releases and other tox- toxic gases. And um, I wanted to give you some tools um, and some really great websites, um, especially with the newer cars that are out today, that have, you know, really, really low emissions. So you could feel good about what you drive if you decide to have a car or a truck. Now, for those who use public transportation or, or bikes or um, e-bikes, this, you know, there's some information out there for you all, of course. Um, but I wanted to, you know, just give you the information when it comes to some EPA information and then some other links that I think are really impressive. Um, so the first link I have for you is all about, um, if you're interested in reading about some air information, like how pollution is. Um, and so I'd love for you to check out the US EPA's uh, Clean Air Act information and why um, cleaning up uh, air pollution and specifically car pollution is vital to our public health and our cl- and climate change as a whole, including protecting um, our you know stratospheric ozone layer. I have two different sites, and one of them is about um, current and future challenges as it relates to air pollution, and then the other site is really important too because it's all about reducing pollution from your vehicles, from your cars, trucks, and uh, those engines. So that's another one too, and it's ways to reduce um, your pollution that way. So both of those uh, government site links will be in the show notes too. That's the first tip. And then the second tip is on um, electric cars and low emissions cars, which uh, I didn't know there were so many. There's you know tons of them, and then some um, you know different um, websites regarding those. So so, so both of them, um, the one about the low emissions cars and also um, best miles per gallon cars. Both of those are. Um, I want to say European Union based sites because of the um, euro um, being used as far as um, the the price ranges of the cars. So um, one of the websites is from digitaltrends.com and then the other two, the European Union sites, are um, from nextgreencar.com and um, you can check out all the different names of different cars and which is best for you in your uh, price range, etc. Like I said before, they're electric cars and also low emissions cars and um, also the best um, miles per gallon cars. And I will leave all that information, also those uh, websites, in the show notes for you. 
The eco-fact of the day is that Republican lawmakers in 18 states want to criminalize protests against fossil fuel infrastructure like pipelines. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the September-October 2019 issue. Green Adults wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. Do you work hard in the environmental field, in either an organization or company? Either way, let Green Adults know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please be sure to send your 200-word essay to the email address greenadultspodcast at gmail.com. So, we've come to the Eco Company Spotlight, which is, of course, the time where I review, um, you know, tons of different environmentally related products or services, and I have a really awesome one for you all today um, in this podcast episode, and it's one of my favorite uh, companies because they do so much good, and they're really popular and, you know, most notable, um, you know, for what they do and what they stand for, and I've been reviewing you know, tons of different companies and sharing my thoughts on them and what I feel about them. Um, and, you know, I love, like, all of them. So, you know, I've been doing it for some time since, you know, February of 2019. And I have a really fun um, one for you today. So be sure to check it out. It's called Tom's. And if you've heard of the company, let me know by voice message or emailing me. It's totally fine. So Blake... Uh, Mykowski is the founder and chief shoe giver of Tom's and he's the person behind the idea of one for one which is a business model that helps a person in need with every product purchased. Tom's is a for-profit company based in Playa del Rey, California and it was founded in 2006 by Blake Mykowski who's an entrepreneur from Arlington, Texas and the company designs and market shoes, as well as eyewear, coffee, apparel, and also handbags. And the simple idea um, of Tom's has grown now into a global movement. Um, and also, Tom's Shoes has provided over 86 million pairs of shoes to children since 2006. And Tom's Eyewear has restored sight to over 600,000 people since 2011. And Tom's Roasting Company has helped provide over 600,000 weeks of safe water since launching in 2014. Now to hear more and learn more about Tom's and the story of Tom's shoes, you can go to www.toms.com forward slash about dash Tom's. Now, I know that there are tons of different uh, products on the uh, Tom's site, and so they have products for just about everyone, from women, men, kids. They also have various special collections and exclusive uh, products, too. And their shoes are what they're most notable and famous for. They also have their sunglasses um, and apparel and accessories, everything like uh, shirts and hats and also a few bags. Now to call them, you can uh, dial their phone number at 1-800-975-8667 
and they're available uh, on that line Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, my experience at Tom's has been a really great one. Um, I love, love, love their shoes. I've probably um, maybe bought five pairs overall or so, but maybe less than seven total. Um, I've gotten some as gifts. Um, I've gotten some as, you know, presents and everything, gifts. Um, I've given some away. I've bought others some, I think, and, you know, I, I want to be open to also their sunglasses because I have maybe two or, you know, uh, pairs of sunglasses or so, and, you know, I love a good open to, uh, uh, open uh, uh, shoe, so I, you know, may step up and buy that also because I'm used to just wearing their sort of flat shoes that they're most famous for, um, and also their accessories because I saw a recent um, bag online of Tom's and it's just the cutest and it's a weekender bag so who knows I may you know snag that for um, maybe a birthday present of mine you know next year um, and so I love the comfortableness of their shoes really lightweight easy to wash washable they come in various designs also exclusive prints and you know um, collaborations which is cute um, and, and you know who, who doesn't love a good um, collaboration and I love the, the ease and the access of Tom's shoes, especially because you can get them in, um, you know, most stores that sell shoes, either online or in store. And you can also buy them if, if by chance you'd like to um, on their website. So that's really cool as well. And of course, their mission and the purpose of which they do, you know, give back is amazing. So you can buy, of course, any sunglasses or shoes or anything that they, you know, have on their site. And they, of course, give one to um, someone in need. Now, that probably works, you know, if you are exclusively buying their um, products from their store. Like if you're buying maybe their shoes from somewhere else, um, maybe they still, of course, do that model. But as far as I know, their model is amazing and millions of people have rallied around them and have supported them. So that says a lot. Now, Tom's can be found online at toms.com. 6pm.com, Amazon.com, Bloomingdales.com, also Belk.com, B-E-L-K.com, Buckle.com, Dillard's, uh, DSW, also eBay.com, Famous Footwear, Journeys, Nordstrom, Sportzone, Zappos, and also Zumez. Also, they're available um, in other find stores online and in stores across the country and world were available. Tom's Shoes is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at Tom's, all um, capital uh, letters T-O-M-S, also Instagram, lowercase letters T-O-M-S, LinkedIn, all capital Tom's, Pinterest, all capital and Tom's, um, Twitter, same thing, all capital Tom's, and also YouTube, all capital Tom's, again, T-O-M-S. Now, lastly, to contact Tom's Shoes, you can go again to their site, www.toms.com, then click FAQ under Get Help at the bottom of their webpage, or you can go to uh, the website specifically, uh, www.toms.com forward slash FAQ, hashtag contact, and then us, and the U is capital. 
So again, thank you again for everyone for, you know, tuning in to this podcast episode. You know, if you're on board with uh, having emissions control where you are, if you live in the state of California and you're on board with the emissions and uh, you aren't on board with Trump and his decision to sort of take away the power of California and its choice in in deciding what their emission standards are going to be in their regulations, you know, let somebody know. Let somebody know who lives in California or a friend who's visited or if someone you know who could benefit from this. You know, I do tons of different varying environmental topics and I'd love to hear, you know, what you have to say or share. And so it'd be really special if you went ahead and shared this episode, especially maybe with someone who loves cars and loves talking about them and loves being green when it comes to cars or really has a specialty when it comes to it. So um, I hope you have a great day out there and you all take care and stay tuned in for my next podcast episode coming up really soon. Um, You all take care. Bye.